and welcome to another laborious episode of <laughs> We Only wow. Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost about 147 pounds. <laughs> and with me today is... Donald Weigel. Hi, I am also one of your hosts, and uh, I've lost a little over 100 pounds. See, he's lost just over 100 pounds, so I feel like I could take his three pounds that he's lost recently and put them back on my 147 and go back to saying I've lost 150 pounds. Yeah, but, back to my pre-Hawaii weight. So Yeah, I'm, so uh, I'm working my way back to you, babe. And by babe, I'm, I mean 150 pounds. From my highest weight, I'm down about 103 total. Good. So, I like it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if we're hi. being if we're being accurate here, <laughs> you suddenly got really you, accurate. You said it was a laborious episode, <laughs> and I want to deliver. We are delivering on the. I promise. don't want false advertising. Hello. Is, hey, hey. Welcome to We Only Look Thin. Hey, and uh, if you're in the U.S. of A. You might be listening to this live on Labor Day. Yeah, the plan, if uh, all goes well, is to release this episode on Labor Day or very late Sunday night before Labor Day. Yeah. And and so it is uh, Labor Day. How's it going, everyone? It's going great. Oh, I'm not everyone. Uh, But if you are not in the U.S., uh, Labor Day is a U.S. holiday. And in much of the world, at least uh, in much of the world, including America, (laughs) um, maybe kids are going back to school. Summer is over. Uh, And uh, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't know, it's probably just beginning summer for you. I don't I know how that works. If you're in the southern hemisphere, up is down, let down us is know. up. Water drains the wrong direction down the Cats drain. Cats and dogs are friends. Yeah, uh, upside, yeah in, in the, the upside down. Yeah. Can we call it the upside, the upside down? down? I think that's. I think we should call it. That. It's basically where Stranger Things happens. But uh, yeah. anyway, but in much of the world, uh, kids are going back to school. It's it's sort of a clean slate. Uh, Gretchen Rubin, the podcaster and friend of the show. Um, <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of the show in our imagination. In our Amazonasians. Uh, she says that September is sort of the second new year. Uh, we are, uh, we're past the summer months. Kids are going back to school. And she notes it as a great uh, time to sort of start thinking about the rest of your year. Uh, and we we did our baby new year episode, which honestly seems like it was yesterday. I know. Um but we did our baby new year episode and we start the year out. And with, it was nine months ago. That's it's crazy. A lot. Speaking of babies. Yeah. Um are you talking about the gestational period? Yeah, for babies? yeah. Nine months. <laughs> really? I think it's ten months. I am not familiar with the process. I don't know. I don't know how babies happen. <laughs> but we, That's a totally different podcast. Yeah. Uh we uh, we got ours from an airport. So <laughs> Yeah, we did. We, we did. We actually. really did. Uh but that's another story. Uh but we often tell ourselves, and, and maybe I should start with this uh, amazing quote uh, that I will read to you now organically, and I'm not wasting time here. Do um, we want to do a tip of the week? Oh, we do want to do <laughs> <laughs> We do. We do. And we're going to get back to Labor Day <laughs> and all of that, but uh, we're going to do a tip of the week. I was going to give you a quote, and now you've got to wait through our tip of the week. We're going to do a tip of the week. Tap. Pow! And at the end of the show, we're going to do a product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody! I feel very judged by Donald right now. <laughs> this is a laborious episode. It is a laborious episode. I did actually go back and listen to one of our earlier episodes. Yeah. We are much uh, more quickly paced now. Yeah. We've got lots of bebopping and scatting going on. I feel like when we started out, it sounded more like a... A slow and steady episode of uh, NPR's Weekend Edition, but uh, but yeah, so we're going to start with a tip of the week. Yeah, I thought we started out awesome, but I guess not. Well, we're dialing it back. But uh, are you going to say towel, or am I going to say towel? We've said towel several times now. <laughs> tip of the week, towel. <laughs> Don, tip it's, of the week to you. It, it is hot where we are, and there's no air on, so uh, we're 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 getting a little snippy already. <laughs> But we, I mean, I Donald. thought I was, I thought I was being, I thought I was delightful. trying delightful and jokey and you are. Uh, bringing the listeners in. So here is the the tip of the week. It's going to happen, and I actually did this tip on my own yesterday. Yesterday, in fact, yeah. I was I was shocked and stunned and delighted by it. He was all of those things. So uh, the tip of the week is 
rearrange your pantry shelves. What? what? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> what does that have to do with weight loss? Well, we become accustomed to uh, to our lives and our surroundings, and things can op- can become fixtures. We just assume, you know, like yeah, we have artwork in our house. You just you look at it all the time. It's in the same place all the time, and you don't even notice it anymore. No, I and know. Then- it's like when you first put up a new, you know, picture or or a piece of something, like you know, and you walk into the room, you're like, wow, that looks so good there. It's yeah. just like this constant, like, hey, that looks so great. But part of it is the newness of it. Yeah, and we get used to uh, things in the pantry. We forget we have things yeah, because definitely. they're tucked away and we don't notice them. Or worse, and this actually came up in Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. W-O-L-T. That is so good. I like yeah, that. No, we I should, like it a lot, We should too. have a jingle. Yeah. Um, we, I work in our kitchen, and I can roll my desk chair back into the pantry. And so I open the pantry, and uh, having triggery foods at eye level, which is basically me rolling back into the pantry, um, is dangerous. And uh, at, of late, I will say, I don't, I, yeah. I don't have a time frame. Um, I all of our daughter's snacky foods are at my eye level. For her, it is her level standing. For me, it is eye level when I am uh, at my desk chair. So I decided yesterday to rearrange the uh, the pantry. I moved all of my placid foods. I don't know if people have a placid food list, but <laughs> I put all of like the most boring foods I could think Calling of. Calling them placid foods really <laughs> makes them appetizing. It's a laborious episode. For living sure. in, living up to it. But mm, I tip of the week, placid foods. Yeah, but no, but I have a number of foods that never trigger me. Yeah. They're not that good. They're not that delicious. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're fine. They're fine. They're, they're fine. fine foods. Um, I moved those all to the, my eye level and then moved our daughter's snacky treats to a lower level that isn't uh, you know, front of mind when I open the pantry. Um, and it has given me the opportunity. One, I found a bunch of food that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Um, two, when I open the pantry now, like for me, unsalted nuts yeah don't trigger me mm. like the salt it's is the what salt. is why you eat them right yeah. um so i have unsalted nuts i've got dry ro- or no uh raw unsalted almonds boring yeah um, at eye level and so now when i open the pantry it's just food that i'm looking at is something that doesn't trigger me so if you have an opportunity to rearrange a shelf move something around um Make it so that those triggery foods are not at your eye level because you're the one listening to the podcast. You're the one that needs the kitchen to be a safe space for you. Um, I also have some opaque containers that I've put some more triggery foods in so that I don't actually see them when I open the pantry. So uh, so just take an opportunity. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll post a picture on the Instagrams of my pantry. And, and you, you can be bored by my selection of dry, unsalted nuts also. And you never know what you might find. I This is completely unrelated, except that it actually was in our pantry. I was actually uh, digging around for uh, something to take to work in my uh, in my food, my you know lunchbox, and I found a half eaten bag of baseball park peanuts. <laughs> we went to the game in like May, yeah, <laughs> and it was earlier this week, and I tossed them in the trash. <laughs> oh, I'm very proud of you. Yeah. They were salted nuts. They were they? salted, yeah, ballpark peanuts that are not low calorie. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But they were they were sitting there since May. So well, and I also I found uh, some food that was past its prime. Also, so yeah. I threw that out. It's Labor Day. It's a fresh start kind of thing. And so that is the tip of the week. Move around stuff in your pantry, and that it's a pow. Tow, everyone. Oh, tow. It's a tow. I don't know. Yeah. I confessed that I uh, in our group W O L T place that I. I'm not a proficient speller. Mm. Uh, I rely very heavily yet. on spell check. Yet. yet. Uh, I know I've said it, but I think the word balance should have two L's so it can be balanced. Um, yeah. So I accidentally spelled tau. Who do we need to petition to, to get that extra L in there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Merriam-Webster. Is there some sort of committee who decides these things? Well, it 
Anyway, most things are typed. And this is an audio podcast, so you don't know how I'm thinking balance Yeah, is when she says the word balance, like you don't know how many L's are in it when yeah, she says it. I have all the L's. I'm rich. So anyway, so that's our tip of the week. And now we're going to move on to Labor Day. Labor Day. And thinking about it as a uh, second new year, and you were about to read everyone a quote. I was. And now I have to stall again because the quote is gone. So uh found this on the Facebooks. Ha 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 with the funny Facebook things. Yeah. Uh, but someone uh, at Kramsky. Uh, at Kramsky. At Kramsky uh, had a, a fantastic quote. I was going to say it was from, um, you know, like Emily Dickinson or something, but I'll just give at Kramsky. John Paul Sartre. Yeah. Um, so here is the quote. I love how being an adult is just saying, but after this week, things will slow down a bit again. To yourself until you die. <laughs> like, who among yeah. us has not said when something dies down, uh, then you'll start? I actually, um, in June, just before school ended, uh, we have a neighbor, and I said, you know what? When our daughter, uh, when when it's summer, then we'll have time to hang out. Uh, let's flash forward a couple of months. And the other day I was thinking to myself, you know what, when she goes back to school, I'll get in touch with our friend and then it'll be time to hang out. Yeah. And and we've done entire episodes on this, but you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. Like we're always waiting for this perfect moment for things to start. You know, we're always saying, oh, after this week, things will calm down after school starts, we'll get back into the routine. After I get this one project done at work, then I'll I'll be back to the routine because things will settle down. They'll get back to normal. And like, guess what? Normal is that it's always normal is busy. never <laughs> exactly. It's always terrible and busy, and you never have enough time. Well, and there are those among us, uh, you know, just tying back to the way thing. It was like, okay, well, you know what? When school is out, then I'll start. You know what? After we clean the garage, we said we were going to clean the garage. We got to like, we'll wait until after that. After the kid's birthday, you know, work is crazy. After month end reporting, then I'll get it done. After the neighbor's barbecue, after the yard sale, after the work retreat, after we paint the bathroom, after the family reunion, after the kids get back from camp, after Labor Day, then I'll get back to it. Yeah, guess what? It's Labor Day. We're after it if you're listening later. You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, soccer season is starting and then I'm going to have to bring the snacks for soccer season. So you know what? After soccer season, then I'll get it done. And we do this to ourselves over and over again to the point where we say, you know what? New year. New year, I'll start. I'll start January first so actually not the first because that's that's january first so i'll start like the second oh you yeah. know but the kids don't go back to school until the fifth so i'll start on the fifth and it's this mirage that never happens the perfect time to start the perfect time to refresh yourself it doesn't ever come yeah and you might be the kind of person like me who around new year's and, and again we did our baby new year episode if you want to go back and re-listen <laughs> just to that. yesterday we yeah, did our baby just new- yesterday um, who makes New Year's resolutions, who uses the new year as a as an opportunity to, you know, set new goals and to move forward and and do them. And you may be you may have done all of that and you may be looking at the calendar going, man, it's already September and there is no way I'm going to be able to achieve that goal. So why should I even bother starting it if I can't actually finish it? Like maybe you set yourself a goal of I need to lose, I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year or 50 or 150 or whatever it is. And you're, it's already September and, you know, maybe you've, Maybe you've gained weight. Maybe you haven't lost anything. Maybe you've only lost a few pounds. But it there's no reason to just then give up on the rest of the year. This is a good opportunity to look at it again and reevaluate the goal and readjust and move forward. Well, and there are so many times at New Year when we come up with general things. And and that New Year episode is actually a really good episode. We we say that each month you should... <laughs> you sound so surprised. <laughs> actually, it's a really good episode. But we say like each month take on a different aspect of weight loss and start slowly and and progress over time. And thinking about the year already coming to an end, like I've already seen, you know, like pumpkin spice things. It's August when we're recording this and it's like, oh, it's, you know what? We got to get ready for Thanksgiving. Like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? What are you doing for Christmas? We'll just start in the new year. And I do know people, I'm up on the scale. Actually, I'm about the same that I was at New Year. 
which isn't great for me. I, in nine months, I've kind of maintained my weight. and I'm, Well, you look great. Well, and, and that in and of itself is a victory. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. But if you've slipped up this summer and you didn't achieve the goals that you set out for yourself and you're feeling defeated or you're feeling like you said you were going to do 30 minutes of something a day and it didn't happen, like it is okay to start fresh today. Like, you know, and part of it is is the difference between looking at a calendar and going, I only have four months left to get this done, so why bother? Instead of flipping that and saying, I still have four months left in this year to put some habits in place and get this going. Right. I uh, I follow Blogilates, uh, which uh, we've talked about on the show before. Another friend of the show, Cassie Ho. Cassie Ho. She she replied and liked a post that I made on her page. Well, then I think we can legitimately say she's a friend of the show. I think that is where like the lawyers would be like, and the restraining order starts now because you're not a friend of the show um but she is doing a 90 day challenge and i must be niced it for a second yeah yeah (laughs) it's like but it it goes you know her 90 day challenge for herself is from august until mid-november and i was like 90 days that's november is in 90 days like oh my gosh that is really soon you are listening to this right now there are 121 days left in the year 2019 if they're listening to this right now when they're listening to it (laughs) (laughs) as the episode comes oh the day it airs yeah the day it airs there we go yeah but we like like donald said you think like oh okay well i'll just start after 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 and cassie ho didn't wait for after she started in the middle no she didn't even wait for labor day no she didn't um so if you are waiting for schools to st- schools to start, if you're waiting for that perfect moment to get back into a routine, as- yeah, or worse, waiting until next year, yeah. But as Donald said, chaos is the norm. Like, and for me, just saying to see a friend who literally lives less than a mile away, for me to say when school gets out, yeah. for me to say when school gets back in, like for all of that is just a mirage. And unless you make specific goals, things will not happen. Yeah. You know, we say to ourselves these these sort of abstract, like, I need to lose 30 pounds. But, you know, we don't put a plan in place to make that happen. We think like, oh, well, I need to do this and I need to do that. And then we don't actually make a time-specific plan. And um, you were telling me about a uh, thing they have in business that's called like yes. uh, SWAT or something. <laughs> oh, well, SWAT's a different thing. We're not going to talk about SWAT oh, right smart. now. Oh, smart. Yeah, smart. Yeah. So in business, which at the time when I learned about it, I thought it was dumb and stupid because I don't want to be caged in, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I am a hip and cool teenager. Yeah. Um. Still in my mind, I am. But uh, for you HR uh, people out there, you might want to turn off the, uh, the the radio right now because uh, it trigger you into it, work, it might trigger work you trauma. into work things. But uh, the idea of SMART goals, SMART goals, it's an acronym. And ac- that's what it's called, right? An acronym? Yes. Okay. Um, s- so SMART stands for, S is for specific. The goals should be specific. M is measurable ah. a is attainable r is relevant and t is timely wow smart goals so and james clear talked about this as well s is for the specific things you're gonna do <laughs> m is <laughs> for the measurable amounts that they are i'm i'm tempted to do the whole song but I won't. uh let's save it for the the b-roll yeah uh, yeah the outtakes let's put it behind a paywall (laughs) oh yeah 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 well that'll be part of the patreon yeah um so having a specific goal and james clear talks about this all the time of just saying another friend of the show james clear um and as Donald was saying, just being like, oh, I really need to work out more. Oh, I really need to get to bed earlier. Oh, I really need to eat more vegetables. Yeah. And making those abstract claims are not measurable. S. Or no, that was 
<laughs> specific. Specific. Making them specific. We, we were out on our morning walk this morning, and even things like, you know, I said, I really need to, you know, have my car washed more often. And like, and it, right after I said it, it dawned on me, I was like, you know, I, that is not a very specific goal. I need to like actually say to myself, I need to have it done once a month and then figure out how I'm going to make that happen. Right. So having a specific goal instead of saying, like, think think about it, dear listener, dear friend of the show. Yeah, you too are, <laughs> you a, friend are a friend of, of the, the show, show, which kind of almost makes you friends with Gretchen Rubin when you <laughs> think about it. And Kevin Bacon also. And Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Man, we, we technically ate lunch or breakfast yeah, with Kevin Bacon once. Yeah, we basically ate lunch with Ke- Kevin Bacon once. But, yeah, uh, we were at the same restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... If you think of a general thing that you say to yourself, I really need to start watching what I eat. Like, I watch what I eat all the time because... <laughs> I watch it as it goes in I my mouth. I watch it as it goes in my mouth, unless I'm closing my eyes and savoring every bite. Yeah. But instead of saying, I really should eat better, okay, well, what does that mean? It, how is that going to get you toward your healthy goal? So a specific goal is... I am going to start tracking my calories. Donald and I have done that, right? Yeah, we sure have. So making it measurable. A goal isn't just I want to, you know, I want to spend more time with, you know, at the gym. Okay, well, when are you going to spend time at the gym? How many times a week are you going to go to the gym? So if we're going uh, smart, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely, is the goal attainable? Is it something that you can actually do that that fits into your current schedule and your current life? Saying yeah, if that- you say to yourself, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours a day, six days a week, like, is that really something that you can do? Um, and I'm guessing it probably isn't. Um, if it is, great. But, uh, <laughs> I, I think you're capable. I don't think you can do it. Ah, uh, you can't go to that gym that much. You know, if you can, then great. But you know, ask yourself: Is that really possible? But maybe what you can do is do a 15 minute like video workout from YouTube every morning, or you can you know decide that you're going to take five minutes at lunch and walk up and down the stairs at your building or something like that. Is it really something you can actually do? And that can change over time too. And and going back to it being at least in uh, the nor- Northern Hemisphere, the beginning of fall, what is this season of your life like? Do you, is the last, you know, four months of the year really crazy at work? Do your kids have lots of activities that you're going to have to factor in? Like, there's a difference between your ideal life and your actual day-to-day life and, and the real kind of life that you live. And living within your means for the season, like, okay, it's back to school. We've got all these things going on. What realistically can you achieve? You know what? Five minutes a day is what I can I can have as my base point. And, you know, and once you, uh, I don't want to jump ahead here, but once you start doing that five minutes a day and it just becomes part of your natural habits, then you, you know, at least for me, I'm able to say to myself, you know what, I can five minutes. That's just what I do now. That's just part of the day. How about I, I go to 10 minutes or, you know, how about I go to 15? And then that becomes part of your day. And then, you know, before you know it, you've built this, you know, habit snowball, this habit avalanche that just keeps building and building. Yeah. So having a relevant goal, that's the R in smart. Yeah. Is the goal relevant to your end goal? Like saying... I'm trying to think of something that isn't relevant to weight loss. Everything is relevant to weight loss. Yeah. But like for me, having a a water goal is a good addition, like as a a side dish to my main goals. But how much water I drink didn't get me to 300 pounds. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's maybe you're drinking water instead of soda and that's that's helpful. But like something that's going to actually move the needle. Is it something that is really part of like your core value system or your core goals for losing weight? Um, And is it timely? Like saying and going back to James Clear, having a goal that is specific and you have an actual plan during the day to get it done. Not just, I'm I'm going to go for a walk today. Yeah, it's not some distant future thing that you're talking about. You know, are, is it actually something you can do right now and start right now? Right. And is it, you know what, like for us, 
we set our alarm to get up at 5 a.m. every morning. That is the time. We rebound for an hour and a half. And then after that, I do my blogilates. And it is just part of my my morning ritual. That's what I do. Yeah. And we had to realize, we had to put a plan in place. We had to realize if we were going to start getting up at 5 a.m. every day, that we could not stay up until 11 p.m. watching Seinfeld every night. Yeah. And so it's just become part of our lives now that we... Uh, you know, we're basically lights out by 930. And that may seem extreme if that's not what you're doing right now. And that may be something that you never end up doing. But actually looking at that, you know, the SMART goals and coming up with something that you can work into your life and figuring out how you're going to achieve that in baby steps um, is is really the way to do this. Right. So if you find yourself saying, I really should eat better, I really should work out, I really should go to bed earlier, I really should go to the gym, having a smart goal, a specific goal, I am going to go to the gym three days a week. Measurable. I said it was going to be three times. Is it attainable? Yes, it's attainable because I can go before work for 30 minutes and I can pack my gym bag the night before. Um, is it relevant? Yes, because I want to be more physically active. Is it timely? Yes, I'm going to do it at 6 a.m., three days a week before I go to work. That's, that is a smart goal, not I really should go to the gym. Well, when do I feel like going to the gym? Yeah, and breaking those things down into smaller bite-sized pieces, so to speak, um, makes them a whole lot easier to swallow. Instead of focusing on, you know, I have 30 pounds to lose, 50 pounds to lose, 150 pounds to lose, whatever it is, instead of focusing on and, and feeling like that is just so out there and unattainable, breaking these things down into their smallest pieces and realizing that you can do the first step in this. You don't have to instantly be perfect. You you start at the bottom and you slowly, you know, one step at a time, one tiny step, and eventually you're walking across the room and then it's down the street and then, you know, you're on your way. Yeah. And another podcast that I've started listening to, uh, literally a friend of Gretchen Rubin's, friend of the friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the friend of the show. <laughs> um, there is a podcast called Before Breakfast. Uh, Before Breakfast is a uh, Monday through Friday daily podcast that's about uh, five to seven minutes. And each day the host gives a tip about productivity. And so it's sort of, sort of a single serving uh quickly digestible show. But she talks about how we live our we live our lives not in days, but in weeks. If you look at your week ahead, it's like, okay, well, I've got, you know, each day is a little bit different on your weekends aren't the same as your weekdays. Your, you know, if your kid has piano practice on Tuesdays, it's not the same as your Monday. But we don't live our lives in days. We live them in weeks. And she brought up some math that. Oh boy, you know how we love our very math. uncomfortable. Speaking of laborious. Laborious. So she claims that there are as many as 168 hours a week. That's not possible. <laughs> there can't be that many hours the in a week. The math checks out. Oh, wow. So we often say in our day-to-day -day life, and this is from one of her episodes, that like we don't have time to do something. Like, oh, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to pre-track my calories. I don't have time, 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 time. But if you look at 168 hours and say, like, I don't have time to work out for 10 minutes a day. Yeah. And you're saying in 168 hours yeah, a week. Yeah, you, you can't find an hour you can't like find in there to do something. One hour to get something done. Yeah, you're probably lying to yourself. You're probably just not making it a priority. Right. And if it is daunting, I mean, a lot of, you know, th there is an industry standard of, oh, 30 minutes of physical activity a day, 30, you know, an hour of whatever. If that is too much for you, Five minutes. What could you do for five minutes? Like your your uh, microwavable meal last night took five minutes. Yeah. Like what could you eke out for five minutes a day? What what five minutes of self-care could you take? What smart goal could you set for yourself for five minutes a day that could help move the needle? Like I 
I um I did in Walt Place the other day, we talked about calorie counting. And a lot of people find it super daunting. And someone actually said, like, well, I'm going to start calorie counting on September 1st. Uh, my guess is, uh, it, well, September 1st is actually the Sunday of Labor Day. And then the the Monday of Labor Day is the second. So you know what? I'll probably start on the third. And like yeah. suddenly it's like this mirage that that moves forward. Because I do that too. It's oh, like, well, yeah. it's not practical. We're going out of town. Blah, blah. Um, but counting calories for me if I were to make it a smart goal, a specific goal would be I'm going to pre-track my calories, which actually like in real life sets me up for a better day. A measurable goal, tracking calories, I am tracking a, a measurable thing. Is it attainable? Yes, it is attainable to do. It's relevant and timely. I can spend five minutes in the morning after our workout Sitting on the couch, drinking coffee at 7.30 a.m., I can pre-track my calories. Yeah. It would take me less than five minutes to do it. Maybe we should just – I'll uh, I'll pull my phone out and quietly pre-track my calories right now <laughs> so that you can see. Like We're just going to have five minutes of silence to quiet show you time. how long We're it is. We're playing the quiet game. The- <laughs> you know, when you first started talking about that we were going to – that we live our lives in weeks and not days, I thought you were going with more of a like seize the day kind of thing and you were going to be like carpe diem and then I was going to be like seize the carp and then it was going to be like the product of the week is buy the largest carp you can find and drape it over your shoulders and carry it up and down the stairs as a workout plan. Wow. That's that... all went through my head. Wow. <laughs> Are you even listening? Well, it's better than like the monkey with symbols that I thought yeah. maybe might be going through your head, but that's a that, that's a that's an A level plus uh, game. Thank you. Day, Thank you. So I like it. <laughs> Just thought I'd better share with everyone before I forgot. I like it. No, but like I used to think there's something like we had a a cat uh Long live Chessmart. Chessmart passed oh, away. I love Chessmart. Sorry. I I'm know. Cry. Um, our, our cat really wanted to go outside, and we don't really live in an area that is uh, is good for outdoor cats. No. But we bought this little, I promise this has to do with counting calories. We bought this like shoestring cat leash for her so that maybe we could take her on walks outside. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was like the thinnest thread that you could imagine and we put it on her and she collapsed yeah she would not stand up <laughs> while it was on her it was like it was like we put an anvil on like her back or something a kryptonite rope around yeah. her body yeah it was, and just because it was it new it sucked out her will to do anything <laughs> we've all just like this episode is sucking out your will to find out what this has to do with weight loss exactly but it was foreign to her and then we we finally got her to stand up and then we got her to go outside and then she like never wanted to come back inside ever again but that first um lasso around her again like it it was thinner than a, th- a shoestring yeah. of this little like tether for her but Anything new seems impossible and hard and arduous, which also means hard. And like <laughs> counting calories that first week for me, yeah, what I was chessmart on a string, like chessmart is anyway. Yeah, this again. is stupid. I'm not going to do this. But it it really like it felt huge and it felt unfair and it felt difficult, and I just knew I had to get past that phase of feeling like a victim of tracking calories yeah and now i i cannot like i feel really uncomfortable if i don't track something before i eat it like i because i'm afraid i'll forget and it's just become like it's flipped it's the action you know the opposite if i'm not tracking i feel really lost and and really uncomfortable and now it's just become a part of my life and you know your your leash so to speak uh could be any number of things but a lot of these things like once you really get into it and once you start seeing results from it it becomes addictive right and so here here's the math of uh tracking calories just to put a fine point on it um as i mentioned We've heard that there are 168 hours a week. And if I literally right now spend five minutes a day tracking calories, which I think is a very high, like I don't even think it's five minutes at this point tracking calories. If you're 
telling me that spending 35 minutes a week is yeah. too much for you? Yeah, if you had to like handwrite them on paper, you know, then maybe it would take five minutes a day. But, you know, with the apps that we have on our phone, I, I seriously, I just scan the barcode on the package most of the time. You know, it, sometimes weighing my fruit you know, is is 10 times longer than actually recording the calories. Right. So if there are 168 hours a week that you divide up your time, 35 minutes, you still have 166.5 hours to get things done. I'm not a mathematician. I didn't do the math, but like it's no time at all. Yeah. Like you watch more episodes of This Is Us than you do tracking calories. Like yeah. you, there are, there's so much time each week that we are doing nothing and saying we don't have time to do something. And pre tracking calories, this isn't like the pre track your calories episode, but I'm just saying five minutes a day or whatever habit it is that you want to put in place. Like it, it, it could be, you know, adding a little exercise, it could be meal prepping. Like think about the long-term benefits of that versus the short-term, you know, five or 10 minutes a day that it's going to take you to do it. Right. And getting rid of that should, I really should work out more. I should meal prep. I should track my calories. Taking that and making it a small, measurable, attainable, realistic. And turning it into I am doing that and, and thinking about how great it feels to just stick to, even if it's something really, really small, sticking to it for a week and then another week and another week like it builds and builds and it becomes so satisfying to do that over and over again well and gretchen rubin too says things that we do daily are often easier to keep up than things we do occasionally if you say i'm gonna work out once this week and you don't have it as like a specific goal i always work out on saturday mornings at 8 a.m like that is a specific goal yeah but just saying at some point this week i'm gonna work out it, you you negotiate with yourself. Well, you know what? Monday's not a good day, and you know Tuesday's kind of a weird day. And you know I'm going to do it Wednesday. No, never mind. You know I think I'll try Friday. It becomes a mirage, and then it never comes to pass. If you have a specific goal and you do it on a schedule, it takes the guesswork out. You it it takes out the mental fatigue or you know the decision fatigue of making that point of going. Eh, I don't know when I'm going to do it. You know what? After the kids are done with soccer practice, after the yeah, you know, once once that's passed, and it just it goes and goes and goes. And we went three months without seeing really our friends who live a mile away because it was oh, I was too busy, too busy, too busy. Yeah. And I guarantee you that you are putting off something because you are too busy. I actually this summer I don't know if you if uh, you Donald or you are valuable friend and listener know this, but this summer I actually worked with a business coach uh, of my own. And I, uh, well, you knew that, but like she was talking and which I didn't like the, the cold mirror uh, shined upon myself. uh, But she, we had talked about opening Walt place and we've been talking about opening Walt place for a really long time. And it was like, ah, well, when this is over and when, you know, we're going on vacation this summer and we'll get it done and we'll get it done. And after talking to her for like one uh, one week, uh, she was like, well, when are you going to open it? I was like, I don't know, sometime in the fall. Like, I don't know. And she's like, well, what's wrong? What, what day? What what day are you going to do it? Yeah. It's like, I don't like the tone of your voice <laughs> <laughs> because it's never the right time to do anything. And she made me realize that that mirage was never going – I was never going to catch up to it if I didn't set a date. And guess what? We set a date, and, and it, it is happened, now open. and it's <laughs> happening. Uh, and just in case anybody was wondering, we have like eighty members in the group. If yeah. you're wondering, like, if it's just going to be awkward, you and me in a room together, just you know, swapping recipes, we've got eighty valued members uh, yeah, in the and group. If, and you know, we'd love to have you too. Um, and uh, this wasn't, I don't think, the initial point of no. where you were going, but um, you can go to our website, weonlylookthin.com, and there's a join our support group uh, link right at the top uh, for more information. Yeah. Um, but I think the ultimate point here is that you know. We put stuff off and we put stuff off and then uh, there will come a time at which it is too late and that and that we'll look back and wish we had gotten started. 
Yeah. Um, so I guess that is maybe a good parlay into what I was going to say, which actually just got me really emotional, which I I'm didn't sorry, honey. think it was going to. Um, and I, I honestly don't want uh, to, to, to put this too much of a point on it. But um, earlier this summer, uh, one of my cousins passed away. Um, he was a distant cousin. We It wasn't like we hung out all the time. Um, so it was sort of a, a, a semi-distant relative. Um, no, but, but, you know, I hung out with him several yeah, times. Yeah, no, and, and I, 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 anyway, so my cousin passed away. Um, he was 47 years old. Uh, I am 45. And uh, he was very overweight um, his whole life. Yeah. Um, like, I, he probably was 370 pounds, yeah, 75 I mean, the, the pounds. The number doesn't matter, but, you know, but at, at least a few hundred pounds overweight. Very overweight. And he embraced it. It was sort of hit, like, I know that sounds weird, but he smoked and he drank and he ate and he loved cooking and he was gourmand and he was very overweight. And um, that was, you know, I don't think he ever had any plans to lose weight. Um, he, his brother had some health issues also and passed away last year. He ended up having a heart attack and complications from diabetes. Um, and my cousin passed away earlier this summer from a heart attack at age 47. And it was not a big surprise for me. Yeah. And I, I know that that sounds maybe callous. Um, he was a really nice guy. Um, but his lifestyle was unsustainable and I don't know that he ever took any steps to try to lose weight. Um, I know we've talked about in the past, the vanity of weight loss in my early twenties was more just about looking good, but the cold, hard facts of all of this is that our actual lives depend on our health. Yeah, there are real serious health consequences to not getting this under control. And Donald uh, was diagnosed with diabetes at the beginning of his uh, Jordan venture I in sure was. 2016. And he is one of the lucky ones who took it seriously. Like, not... Everyone gets a diabetes diagnosis and says, "I this is the wake-up call that I needed. And some people still just decide, okay, I'm going to take the medicine and, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to walk and that's okay. And, you know, we'll just cope and cope and cope. And we know people who have died of complications from diabetes, um, like my other cousin. Um, and we think it's not going to happen to us. We think it's other. We think we're above it. We think we're living our best lives and we're embracing our size and we're embracing, you know, the best life for ourselves. I am so grateful that Donald decided that he did not want to go down that diabetes path. Yeah, I was living Mark's life where I didn't care. I was just going to be, you know, as big as I got and I was just going to eat whatever I wanted and not care. And then diabetes came along and it really sobered me up, so to speak. And I I guess what I'm saying is I'm pleading to you to not wait until something like that comes along. Not wait, you know, I could have had a much worse, more serious, even than diabetes health complication that I could, that would have been too late, that I could not have done anything about. And now I technically, you know, there's no cure for diabetes, but technically I don't have it anymore. Like my blood work shows that I'm in the, you know, normal range now, but you know, so I was fortunate and I used it as a wake up call, but there will come a time when it's too late to do these things. And so why not start now? Yeah. I mean, you're never going, I think, I can't remember the quote, you're never going to be as young as you are today and you've never been older than you are today. Yeah. Some quote like that. But this is not a vanity project. This is us fighting for our future selves. This is us wanting to be able to walk on our own into our dotage. This is about us being healthy and capable and not um, wheelchair bound because of our bad food choices. And for my cousin to pass away, it was not a surprise. And it 
comes with the territory. And I, I'm not saying that that is bound for everyone because, like I said, my health, my, my, um, Blood work was always great. My blood pressure was always good. My blood pressure, my heart rate, all of those metrics weren't bad. And so at 250 pounds and 300 pounds, I was like, well, you know, I'm in pretty good health. I don't have diabetes. Like I'm not, you know, I can still do stuff. And we think that those metrics are going to last forever. And it caught up with my cousin, Mark, and it caught up with his brother and it is preventable and it is treatable. And we have like 2019, this is the only 2019 we have. This is the only Labor Day we have. And the more we put off our health for our older selves, oh, well, when this dies down, when this dies down, when this dies down, oh, after this season, that mirage, you're wasting time. And we owe it to our future selves, to our families, to our friends, to take care of ourselves. What greater gift is there than to be in your own body, feeling good, and taking small and measurable steps to improve your life? And uh, I know that when I turned 40, I thought it was over. I thought it was too late. And I am so grateful that my 41-year-old self got it together and decided to be sick and tired of being sick and tired and yeah. getting things together. And Donald and I have said, we are not perfect. We are not cured. We still want to eat the things. We have just tipped the scales in a manner where we are predominantly healthy. Yeah. And we have a minor in snacks. And <laughs> Yeah, instead of the other way instead around. Instead of the other way around. So we are asking you, if you listen to this long, don't wait for that next lull. Get moving. Get started. Take a small step. If you want additional support in getting to those next steps, join us at Walt Place. Join us in our community where we are fighting for ourselves each day um, because you are so worth it. And I, like personally, Donald, am so grateful that you took the steps to take care of yourself because looking back at pictures of ourselves, I did not realize how big I was. And who knows what, you know, complications would have developed for you had you not done something when you did. Yeah, I mean, there are so many, you know, we're going to do an episode soon, I think, on the diff what's difficult about maintaining our weight versus what was difficult at our, our higher weights. But um, please take this as an opportunity, the, the turn of the calendar page. It is a fresh start. Do not hold on to your past choices um, as evidence of what you are capable of, because up until age 41, I would have told you I was not capable of tracking calories, that I was not capable of walking for two hours in the morning, that I was not capable of moderating my treats and snacks. Um, we are all capable of change. We are all capable of improving our lives. And um, it matters. It matters each and every day. It sure does. All right, you feel good? I feel good. Are we going to do... Uh, I think it's time to move on to the product of the week. Pow! Pow We're going to take it up a notch and take you out of uh, bummer town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a real chuckle fest there <laughs> the last like five minutes. Sorry. So let's, uh, let's move on and talk about the product of the week. And the product of the week involves everyone's favorite food. Tofu! Tofu to you! Tofu to you! Darling. Um, so Donald Weigel Jr. is a vegetarian. Yes, and, and I have been one for almost 30 years now. Must be nice. Uh, but as we uh, move through life and uh, we're expanding our protein choices, whether you're a vegetarian or not, I know someone in Walt Place has been eating additional amounts of tofu recently. She's adding, uh, she's reducing her meat in uh, meat in life and adding tofu in life. Yeah. Um, but the product of the week, did we say what it is? No. The product of the week is a tofu express. Yeah, they couldn't X, have... spelled, spelled with an X, X-P-R-E-S-S. -S. That's the brand that we use anyway. Yeah, uh, they couldn't afford an E. No. They only went with the X. No, because <laughs> they're selling tofu presses. <laughs> so it's a tofu press. If you have ever made tofu, if you have been tofu curious. Um, yeah, one of the things that people don't like about tofu is that it holds water. You have to keep it in water to keep it fresh, uh, at least the good kind. Um, and uh, a lot of time people don't like that water that stays in there. So yeah. the tofu press, 
Um, you know, you were saying that uh, the member of Walt Place was like putting her tofu under books or something. Yeah, I mean, when I, I used to make a lot more tofu and I would get a plate, I would get like 90 pounds of paper toweling. I yeah. would then find every single book in the house and then plant it on top of another plate. Very messy proposition to make tofu. Uh, so a tofu express is a small little tofu shaped box with a uh, a spring loaded lid. And yeah, it, and they they sell them on Amazon. I'll put a link to it yeah. in the show notes and maybe a couple of other ones as well. But it presses out the water out of your tofu and it makes uh, it firmer and more delicious and less watery. Yeah, and I think you can also press uh, frozen spinach and whatever whatever pressing things you want to press. Uh, you can yeah. press in your tofu press. Uh, but uh, this won't be for everyone. But if you're interested in tofu, but not interested in its wateriness, uh, then get yourself a Tofu X Press. Uh, and I think that is your product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody! Tofu to you, tofu darling! Tofu to you! <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We value each and every one of you, and uh, we really appreciate your comments and feedback. And uh, one of these days, we should read some of the comments. They're pretty we, great that we get. But um, if you could do us a favor, uh, we do this podcast for free, uh, and um, you, we deliver it to you for free. Um, if you could do us a favor in exchange and go to Apple Podcasts and uh, leave us a, a preferably five-star uh, rating, and if you could just say even a few words of review, it really helps us out uh, to grow the show and get the word out. Um, and that's another thing you can do for us. Tell somebody you know uh, that you like the show. Yeah, uh, you can find us on Instagram at We Only Look Thin, Twitter at We Only Look Thin, and Facebook we only look search thin. for we only look thin um and uh if you have any questions for us uh we do answer emails uh at we only look thin at gmail.com and is there anywhere else they can reach us i don't know if we uh mentioned the website we only look thin.com yeah uh so there are many ways to get in touch find us on social follow us and uh and word of mouth really does help so uh so if you've listened to this long uh, let's change up your september make the rest of your year super successful and if you still don't know the difference between a smart goal and a soccer goal <laughs> just remember that donald and i are an, an inspiration asian The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.